See this episode's show notes for our unique promo code to get up to two months of free podcasting service with Libsyn when you sign up for a new account. Get your show on Apple and Spotify. Get helpful stats and all the support you need to sound your very best. Hello, this is Russell from Tools of Evil. And you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight Podcast. Hello, loony listeners, and welcome to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. As you can tell, I am not the High Priest of Kanchu Ray, nor am I Rebecca, nor am I the Power of Chad, or any of these other loonies that come on this show and go nuts. Um, no, I I am a voice from the past. I am. This is Russell. And you may know me from shows like Tomes of Evil, or Predator and Prey, or Gamma Charge, the strongest podcast there is. And I'm joined by my co-host on two of the, uh, three of those shows, all three of those shows, Justin the Owl. How are you, Justin? Oh, I'm doing great, Russell. Thank you. How are you? I'm, uh... Excited to be here. Uh, we, if you if if you didn't know, Gamma Charge and Into the Night are swapping episodes this month. That's right. Uh, For DID Awareness Month, we're doing a little bit of a switch, and so this month you will be able to find the High Priest of Kanshu Ray, and I believe Lena. I think so. Is going to yeah. co-host the episode. Over at Gamma Charge, the strongest podcast there is, and we don't we don't actually know what they're talking about either. So it's going to be a nice surprise mm-hmm. once the episode actually drops. But yeah, we we are uh, guesting on this episode, mm-hmm. and yeah, Russell and I have both been on Into the Night in mm-hmm. the past couple of years, off and on. So if you if you're a regular listener of Into the Night, you will have heard us a few times over the past couple of years. Um, but yeah, we're both super excited to be filling in on this episode. For sure. Um, yeah, um, you know, I was, let's see, I've, what, what all have I appeared on Into the Night for? I was, uh, I was on an Isla Ra session. Mm, uh, me too, you the Desert Island books. Yeah. Um, yep. loved that episode. Uh, yeah. Those are great fun. Um, we need more of those, Ray. If you're, uh, <laughs> um, what else? Uh, I've talked about Black Spectre a couple times. I've mm. talked about... Um, I think I was on an episode where Ray and I were like talking about characters we'd want to fight Moon Knight or something. Uh, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know any of the uh, episode numbers or anything. I'm not that much of a 
fucking nerd. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> That's a nod to our friend Noel. Yes, another pretty frequent uh, Into the Night uh, guest yes. host. Um, Justin, what all have you been on Into the Night for? Uh, well, also, yeah, I did an Isle of Ron Lots of bonus shows, too. Fun. Lots of bonus shows on Patreon. Yeah, actually, I just recorded one with, with Ray last week, so there will be one, I think, next month coming out on there. Any uh, patri- Patroonies, definitely mm-hmm. check that out. And if you haven't signed up for the Into the Night Patreon, definitely do so. Um, and we've talked about... Um, Moon Knight kind of fantasy team ups like who who Moon Knight has has never teamed up with in the past that we would make a really good story teaming guesting with. Um, yeah, we've talked about a lot of stuff. I remember we've reviewed a bunch of issues, a yeah. bunch of standalone yeah. issues. There were some and some classic ones from the original series that we talked about. And there was one uh, in the Solo Avengers, mm-hmm. the Moon Knight's appearance in the Solo <clears throat> Avengers, and a couple of the Marvel fanfare issues as well Yeah, uh, from the 80s, which were kind of like nice little undiscovered gems for, for a lot of new Moon Knight fans. Probably didn't know about those. It was super fun to talk about those. I love those episodes. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, before we get into our topic, which... Um, we're, we don't have any white noise. We don't have mm. any um, any of that stuff. We're we're flying by the seat of our pants. <laughs> uh, well, we'll let we'll let Ray uh, handle all the all the regular white noise. Yeah, when he when he returns next month yeah. next week. Yeah, yeah. Um, we uh, let's talk a little bit about what Into the Night, the Moon Night podcast, means to. Mm, um that's a good idea russell yeah so if it was not for this podcast and the high priest of Kanshu ray i wouldn't be a podcaster myself mm. um and i wouldn't mm. have met justin <laughs> that's true because that's true yeah russell and i met through this podcast that is absolutely true and we met before we were even podcasting, we were doing the Paint Monks Library uh, Moon Knight reviews there for a little while with each other. Yeah, yeah. we we got quite a few in there too, actually, mm. before it came to a halt. But that was due to COVID, unfortunately. Mm. We couldn't do much about that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, like I said, uh, Ray and this podcast really inspired me to do my own podcast and that was one of the reasons that ray was my first ever guest on uh, tomes of evil the comic book supervillain yes. podcast um your very first show yeah yeah and um that show is now coming to an end um bittersweetly but i mean we haven't heard the last from me obviously i've got 47 other podcasts (laughs) but uh and who knows tomes of evil may come back someday in another form or some fashion well you know justin evil never dies that's right that's Um, right but uh justin how about you i mean how did you first discover the podcast well i i wasn't really much of a listener of podcasts um before into the night but mm. i was at the time i was kind of hungry to 
to kind of get other people's viewpoints on Into the Night, and I thought that would be a good place to start would be your podcast. So I started listening to some episodes, and then um, after that, I, I, I fell in love immediately with all of it, and I became a Patreon and all that other stuff. And um, yeah, it, I would agree with you. If it weren't for Ray and and um, listening to the podcast and, and getting to know you guys, I would never have thought of becoming a podcaster myself either. Uh, but just due to the positive experiences I've had on Into the Night and with you, obviously, on Tomes of Evil, it gave me the, the, uh, the, the co- confidence or the itch. Yeah, the, just kind of the, the need to do something like that regularly, to have that as a regular part of my life. Mm-hmm. And it's been so much fun. Yeah, uh, over the last couple of years, it's been su- such super fun to do all these shows. Yeah, we wouldn't have that stupid group chat if it wasn't for Ray. So <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if that's good or bad. No. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> no. But yeah, Ray. Ray is such a golden person. He's one of my oh. favorite people too, and I love doing Predator and Pray with him. I look forward to that every month doing that show with you and him. It's definitely the highlight of my month. The, doing that show with you guys and yeah i yeah i i can't see enough good things about ray in this show it's it's such and and moon knight in general it's such such a great group of people yeah like all the people that are on on as guests on this show are all great people Mm -hmm. they all have different viewpoints about moon knight but we all have a deep love of the character and uh, we all have a deep appreciation of what the character means to us as well so i yeah it's it's great. I, I have nothing but great things to say about all of the Into the Night crew and, and people involved with the show. Yeah, yeah. I've had so many great moments with Ray, just on the show, off the show. I mean, mm. we love talking about Predator. He's uh, been dipping his toe in recently to DC stuff. And yes. how could I forget yep. that I, I had to explain to Ray what a banana pepper was? So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And then he was like, <laughs> "And we're, we're always." Go ahead. <laughs> I, I I spent this whole thing explaining to him what a banana pepper was, and he was like, "Oh, we've got those." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, damn it. We just we just call them this. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And and the feedback that he would send mm. in to to um, <laughs> the Howard the Duck podcast, I would always look forward to those. Oh man, we we dubbed him the platypus on that one. <laughs> so much fun yeah but yeah we when we did the patreon episode the other night we we were we gave each other some new ideas of comics to read too a lot of times when we chat we we kind of give each other new ideas of stuff to read and that's always super fun too mm-hmm. so. yeah well Love the high priest of Kanshu ray yes indeed uh now if you're not familiar with justin and or myself uh, we do love moon knight uh we're not just mm. here to uh, talk about Ray and, but uh, <laughs> um, no, we we love Moon Knight. I mean, Moon Knight is I, I consider top three favorite Marvel characters, um, right alongside the Incredible Hulk, which makes sense, and uh, the Amazing Spider Man. So, mm. um, mm-hmm. what about you, Justin? Where does Moon Knight rank for you? Number one. Mm-hmm. He's number one. My favorite Marvel hero. 
and has been for a long time. Yeah, I can't even remember who the favorite was before him. That's how long it's been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but to me, yeah, he, he just sums up everything that I love in a, in a comic book hero in a nutshell. Yeah. I cannot pick just one. Like, that's why I was like, I have a it's top tough. three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. And then I also think about, oh, I also love Doctor Strange and I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thor and I love uh, Thor, the Silver yeah. Surfer and yeah. Sleepwalker. <laughs> but uh, gotta love some of those underdogs too. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Justin and I's topic for today is um, we we were originally going to do a kind of Moon Knight for Dummies episode. With our loonies for newbies, yeah. With uh, our other um, co-host uh, Carl, but uh, Carl quit. <laughs> Carl had had enough of me and Justin's shenanigans. <laughs> And he he packed up his he took his ball and he went home. <laughs> we love you, Carl. <laughs> we do. We love you, Carl. but he quit. <laughs> so uh, so instead, Justin and I, since we don't need Moon Knight for newbies, since we're not newbies, right. We have chosen our top five Moon Knight stories of all time. Yes, and, our uh, personal favorites. This was Justin's idea, and um, at first I was like, oh shit, how am I going to come up with a list? <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I actually came across it pretty naturally. Um, nice. So this can be a single issue, it can be an arc, it can be... Um, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It also doesn't have to be, um... A Moon Knight comic. Right. Yeah. It can be a guest but... spot. It can be anything. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I feel like we should alternate. Like, yeah. I'll do my five, you do right. your five. And, um, I don't want to, like, I don't want to gloss over them. So, let's try to... <laughs> talk about him as much as we can because we, sure, yeah, we're gonna absolutely. fill a whole fucking episode here <laughs> but well plus i we hardly ever get to talk moon knight no like i mean we talk the hulk a lot we talk bad guys a lot we talk predator a lot right we talk about other stuff a lot but we we never really get the chance to talk about the character that that brought us together as friends and as podcasters so yeah. This will be fun. Yeah, I love this. And but you know, it never fails that Moon Knight comes up unlike oh, yeah. almost and I did a string of Moon Knight villains on Tomes of Evil, one of which yes. was with you um mm-hmm. before you were a full time member. That's right. But then we also did um 
Khonshu with uh, Moon Knight Core. Wasn't that with Moon Knight yeah. Core? Yeah. Yeah, it was. That was yeah, awesome. I loved that one, too, <clears throat> even, though I, even though I had to read each of them. <laughs> Well, that's my number five. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still never forget his reaction after I said, holy fucking mother monkey, moldy monkey balls. I think he was like, holy shit. Is this guy going to go off on me? <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> um, well, yeah, no, that's a good idea. We'll alternate. We'll we'll do your number five and my number five, and then we'll just go back and forth. All right. Who would like... To, this is weird and wild stuff. Who you, would like to go first? You can go first. Oh, boy. This is going to be... I'm on the spot. Yeah. I might have to call in... I might have to call in some old friends of mine like... Modoc! <laughs> or the babies! <laughs> phone a friend. <laughs> if listeners don't listen to Tomes of Evil, they're like, What in the fuck am I wanting? <laughs> what is going on? The babies and Modoc! Um... The Green Goblin! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway, uh, my number five, uh, this is kind of ironic in a little bit of a way, Justin. Because this two-part story comes from the Hulk magazine. Nice. And I don't... I don't think this has like a story title, but I call it Hatchet Man mm. because it is the I I struggle to say the debut of Randall Specter because it was retconned later that it wasn't Randall oh, Specter. Yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah. this is the debut of the Hatchet Man, Randall Specter, mm. um, and it is basically a slasher movie starring Moon Knight. Totally. And uh, I love this because it is dark, it's gritty, it's a horror film, pretty much. It's very noir, um, it's pulpy. <clears throat> Super pulpy. It has some. But it also feels like the time that it was set in. Yeah. Which was 1979. Mm-hmm. It does have that feel to it. Yeah. Too, yeah. It's got that real, like, dirty New York 70s. Yeah. yeah. Um, gritty. Um, it hasn't aged incredibly well, um, in some aspects, but I also find it absolutely hilarious that when they colored this, Justin, I don't know if you've ever seen the colored version from the, uh, it was a Moon Knight special edition miniseries. Yeah, there was a, it was a, um, well, there was a hardcover. There was that too. Yeah, um... This, this was a different one? Yeah, they, they reprinted these uh, Hulk magazine Moon Knight stories in three issues that they just released. Oh, that's right. Um, yes. And they, they, they made it to where Hatchet Man's mask had a white face and green hair. I was like, you didn't oh. just do that. You, you did this on purpose. Uh, but... Uh, I kind of think it is in the hardcover volume too. Oh, that that reminds me. <clears throat> Batman. Big Bat. I didn't put him up to that, Ray. Just so you know. <laughs> Neither did Phil. 
<laughs> um, but um, I will never forget the absolute shock and horror, um, even though I knew she was in later stories, when the hatchet man hit Marlene with an axe. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was like, holy shit, what just happened? Because like he didn't just like grazer no he fucking hit her and that was a deep cut yeah she was in critical condition yeah which say what you will about you know is that fridging is that uh marvel you know using marlene as a damsel in distress you know Mm. but it was effective at the time of me reading it and um Mm -hmm. also brutal ending for this randall specter who was yeah. was basically hanged? Um, I I impaled yeah, yeah impaled on that branch yeah I love this story and um, I really was angry that they retconned this um, yeah to make it much more convoluted and make less more sense <laughs> um, yeah but yeah and um, Randall gets a lot of flack especially once he became Shadow Knight. Um, I prefer this original incarnation, even if it is the same name as the ICP mascot. <laughs> the Hatchet Man. <laughs> is that really the name of the mascot? Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I love it. Justin, what's your number five? My number five is going back to uh, 2000 and... Uh, 16, mm. Moon Knight Volume 6, the uh, Jeff Lemire mm. and uh, Greg Smallwood oh, yeah. series, which you could basically say, I guess, is one story, complete story. Yeah. Like from beginning to end, it tells a beginning, middle and end story, and it does have a pretty much clear, oh. clear cut ending mm-hmm. at the end of it. What a crazy um, just, fucking story that is. I love that yeah. story so much. Like, I'll never forget reading that for the first time. And being a, a, a Moon Knight fan of a few years already, just feeling like this was truly what we needed mm-hmm. as Moon Knight fans in a series was something that delved in deep into the character's psyche and that dealt with things from his past as well. And it also dealt with his relationship with Khonshu because Mm -hmm. that hadn't been really addressed to the extent that it obviously needed to be, uh, really in in years, if if at all. And so I felt like it was important to the character on a a wide variety of levels, and it fundamentally um, told really a, a... a moving and emotional story. Mm-hmm. I remember getting all mist, misty-eyed at the end there. Gosh, when they were all hugging each other, I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Um, I just, I love it. I love it so much. And it's, I, I still go back to read it from time to time because it's just, it's such a good read. And the artwork is gorgeous. It's mm-hmm. breathtaking. It's, it's, yeah, it's everything that I love about Moon Knight in a series. And yeah. such a, trip such a metaphysical Mm. tale uh which very much inspired the tv show um yeah especially especially that asylum um also you know um ahmet and um you know all the Mm. egyptian gods really like i mean obviously 
Moon Knight's always been tied to Egyptian mythology for decades, but I feel like the Lemire run really was like, yeah. <laughs> it's We're going back to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that I love that aspect of it too because I've always been a fan of Egypt-based stuff. Yep. And the, uh, that link to Moon Knight was always extremely precious to me. Mm. So having them address that as well in the story also made me happy and also made this a favorite. Yeah. <coughs> Gesundheit. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm congested today. Oh. It's probably all that snow you're getting. Uh, oh, it's, I'm over it. Yeah, God. So my number four, uh, this is, um, this might surprise a lot of people. Hmm, okay. Uh, this is the first six issues of Vengeance of the Moon Knight. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, I, this is, uh, Greg Horowitz, um, I don't remember who's on art. Don't don't kill me, Ray. Uh, but uh, maybe, maybe Ray will add that in in post production. <laughs> maybe. Um, so, Vengeance of the Moon Knight. Uh, I loved it be- for a lot of reasons. One, um, it was a Jerome Opinia. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, Justin. <laughs> I just looked it up. Real quick. <laughs> um, this was a redemption story for mm-hmm. moon Knight, um which he's had a few of those now but um this was a redemption story this was kind of coming out of the really dark place he was in during the um f- um wow i'm blanking uh Henson. yeah the, uh, yeah yeah the volume volume three yeah uh, 2006 three. yeah wow why can't i think of that Houston and there we go. I know. Yeah. Houston bring Graham too. Houston and yeah. Finch and uh, yeah, later yeah. it was um, oh hell Max Texera and uh, yes I I gotta remember this because it's gonna come up in a second. Uh, <laughs> Benson. Yes, Benson. Uh, Mike Benson. That's it. <clears throat> Damn. What is Charlie, Charlie Houston and Mike Benson? I know I'm I'm a little rusty too. We, <laughs> You're yeah, we a little to, rusty. We need, we, we need to we need to talk about um, Moon Knight more often. Yeah, <laughs> we're rusty when it comes to our MK. Mm-hmm. But it's a uh, it was a redemption for all the dark bullshit he had done in the Houston and Benson run, and uh, he was on a war path with the Green Goblin. <laughs> Of course, we never got that showdown, but um, no, I loved it, and I loved it was kind of like, uh, pardon me for saying this, it was kind of like Moon Knight's uh, Long Halloween, because he Mm. just kept getting thrown different villains. He had a brief battle with uh, Marvel Scarecrow and that, and um, he, of course, uh, we got the resurrection of Raoul Bushman, who... Rowl. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but uh, there is a great scene in that where Bushman has a bazooka. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh, and of course, this was one of, uh, this might have been the first time we saw Moon Knight in the boxer briefs that Rebecca loves so much. Um, Yo, yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> we saw teams up with Spider-Man during that, uh, but that was later. Um, I think the book yeah. kind of falls apart 
Um, cause they do a whole, they do a, like a story with Deadpool, Deadpool uh, yeah. and a story with Spider-Man. And then he joins the, uh, secret Avengers and that's the end of the right. series. But, um, yeah. I loved it. Uh, lots of great art. Moon Knight's got great gadgets. And like I said, he's, um, I'm all about that redemption. And I would have loved to have seen Moon Knight versus the Green Goblin. Come on now. Yeah. Well, technically. We still haven't gotten that. No. Follow up. Like that was never dealt with. No. Yeah. Norman Osborn was off to bigger and better things. But it's funny, Justin, uh, that something from Dark Reign would become pivotal to Moon Knight uh, later. Right. Um, Justin? Yeah. Number four? Number four for me is actually a two-way tie. Uh-oh. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't decide between these two standalone issues, but they're from the same series. They're just two different stories. Going back to the Warren Ellis run mm. from 2014. Um, yeah. um, I'm looking at issues number three, mm. um, in which... I'm sorry, this was also art by Declan Shelby. Of course. Um, Number three, in which uh, Moon Knight fights a gang of ghosts and puts on that amazing bone armor, which I love so much. And a tie between that issue and issue number five, Mm. in which uh, Moon Knight, as Mr. Knight, uh, goes after an, an abducted child in this abandoned hotel in New York and beats the ever-living piss out of a bunch of mob enforcers on his way through that building. <laughs> I absolutely love both of those issues. It was too difficult for me to choose between those two. I'm like, damn it, I've got to have a tie here. But I just, I love them both so much. To me, those are the the, the best issues of that series. And it was hard to pick because that whole series I love intensely. And it was hard to pick from that some favorites. But out of that whole series, those two definitely stand out. When I, when I first think of that series, both of those two issues immediately pop to the forefront of my mind mm. as being the ones that I loved the most and the ones that I went back to read the most afterwards. So, yeah, I would choose both of those as my number four pick. It's all in your head, <laughs> Pathfinder. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but yeah, great choices there, Justin. Um Thank you. All right. We're in top three territory now. Yep. My number three is Moon Knight Volume One Number Twenty Five. Ooh. This is number three. Okay. Number three. I was thinking this would be higher on your mm. list, so this is a surprise for me. Mm. Doug Minch, Bill Sienkiewicz. This is the debut of the Black Spectre. Yes. Um. So so good. I love this story. It is. It's long. It's a double size issue. Um. And what I love about this story is that the focal point is Carson Knowles, the Black Spectre. Mm. Right. And also, like, okay, so you feel sorry for this guy. He was a Vietnam vet that came home. and Well, Vietnam vet, you know, Marvel time and all that. Uh, he was he was a war veteran. Who, he was a war vet. <laughs> uh, who came on yeah. and he was treated really poorly. He got his child taken away from him. 
couldn't find a job. And he just snapped. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like, uh, what's that Michael Douglas movie? Um, Breaking Down. Falling Down. So, falling Down. Yeah. yeah. Um, except uh, he snapped, saw Moon Knight, and was like, I'm going to do that, but bad. <laughs> and then he became Trump. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's that's an insult. <laughs> the greatest to the, evil of all. That's an insult to the black specter. But yeah, um, exactly. You don't want to put him down because of this guy's in shape. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's got hair. No, this this to me, I read this right for the first time. Read this right in the middle of all that. So I was oh. like, okay, I this this uh, yeah. foretold the future, kind of. I, I can see how that would be eerie. Yeah. The whole parallel of that. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, he was a crooked politician that uh, made his way to the top through nefarious means and uh, yep. was also lying to the public and turned the public against Moon Knight. Um, mm. Turned mm-hmm. Marlene against Moon Knight, Justin. Yeah. Um,. Not that that yeah, hasn't happened to, we, a billion times. Yeah, but. That's, that was one of the earlier times that we saw it happen, though. <laughs> and and yeah, it's one of the times that we see Moon Knight actually lose mm-hmm. for a while. Like, he gets the stuffing kicked out of him in that issue. He is physically, mentally, and emotionally beaten by the Black Spectre. Um, yeah. I also think that this is some of Sin Cabbage's best art ever. Um, yeah, especially so good. that cover... That has been duplicated many times. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, Black Spectre's really cool. I mean, he wouldn't show up again until Resurrection War, like, ten years mm. later. And then another ten years before uh, the next appearance. And then he died. And he hasn't and been back since. But, yeah. uh, well, we, we got that pretender in the Ellis run. but um, That's right. Um, not the same though. No, not I, the same. He didn't have a mace for God's That's sake. That's right. Um, he didn't have the medieval armor. I mean, come no. on. No. Yeah. But I love this story. Uh, this is one I always go back to in Volume One. Um, <laughs> this is my he's own. Your, he's your favorite uh, Moon Knight villain by far. Uh, well, there's a contender now uh, to take his oh. spot, but um historically yes hmm. um so justin um number three number three this may or may not be a surprise for you russell uh moon knight versus anubis from moon knight fist of Conshu number one <laughs> <laughs> now this series gets a lot of crap from Moon Knight fans, but I feel like it's gotten a reevaluation in the last few years because we had a character from that series turn into Did the we? main villain for the t- television series. So people actually went back and read that series, and I think a lot of them were like, hey, this isn't actually quite so bad. So, <laughs> but I love this first issue because of the pulpiness of it. Mm. Um, I love the fact that it went back to the original place of the origin in the desert. I love the fact that we had an Egyptian-themed villain mm-hmm. who um, 
was kind of a badass in his own way, and also very 80s, like super 80s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but reading it when it came out in 1985, I thought it was absolutely gorgeous. And it was some of the most, the best art. I should comment about who made it. It was uh, Alan uh, Zelens was, mm-hmm. the, was the writer. And Chris Warner was the artist with Inks from E.R. Cruz. And I loved the gorgeous art. The art was very pulpy in that one, too, which I loved. And um, also the sexiest Mark Spector. When he was on that diving board <laughs> and tossing and turning in that bed. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the seeds were implanted at a very early age when I was pouring over those pages and staring at that image. <laughs> you can't see but, it, listeners, but <laughs> Justin has a little title for his name here that says Biscuit Night. Biscuit Night. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely, I, I love that issue so much, and um, I will always defend it, that series in particular, but definitely that issue, I'll defend its merits as being awesome. The 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 Egyptian-themed, like the Fist of Khonshu costume... Mm. I can see why a lot of people don't like it. I get the fact with the with the, with the stupid um, gloveless hands. Yeah, that's the worst. The worst. The gloveless hands. Like I, if they could recolor that. That makes me cringe. If they if they could recolor just that in that series and fix that and make those gloved and make those yeah, then that would be marvelous. But marvelous. Other than that. <laughs> Like, I didn't have a problem with some of the other stuff, like the the little axe that he had, like mm. the little axe thing and the little throwing darts and whatever. Like, it was fine. Yeah, I'm still not crazy about Fist of Khonshu, but I don't hate it as much as I used to. Right. I still think the whole Arthur Harrow thing is hilarious. Uh, it is hilarious <laughs> how overnight that one issue <laughs> went from being like $2 on my comic shop. To $700. (laughs) Funny. What are you people doing? (laughs) Gotta love those consumers. (laughs) Um, That's a mess. Number two. Number two. Getting down to the nitty gritty now. Mm -hmm. This should surprise no one. (laughs) Actually, it might surprise you that it's not number one. Okay. God and Country. Oh. Moon Knight, 2006 series, uh, number 14 through 20. This is Benson and Texera. This is the proper return of the Black Spectre. Yes. And uh, it is a hell of a fucking uh, arc. It's it's wild. And Justin and I did a uh, audio... um, Justin Ray and I did an audio reproduction of one of the issues of this uh, story. We did. Um, and that was so much fun. I loved doing that. Yeah, Justin got to play both Moon Knight and Iron Man, one of his favorites <laughs> and one of his least favorites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and in the same scene, too. I was yeah. talking to myself. Yeah. <laughs> and I uh, played Black Spectre Crowley, who one of, is one of my is my favorite supporting character in yeah, Moon Knight. Yeah. And uh, the man himself, Khonshu. Khonshu, yeah. Um, so this... As the, as the faceless Raul version. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at Tigra's boobies. Uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> you liked this form before. <laughs> 
But, uh, yeah, this is like a proper sequel to issue 25. It, it, yes. it like hits a lot of the same beats. It's like an homage, but at the same time being a sequel, um, Black Spectre just proving once again that he is a fucking badass and he is totally. also a master manipulator. Um, he does it again. Yes, he does it again. And this time, <laughs> it doesn't go well. <laughs> uh, but uh, He's not going to do it a third time, no. it turns out. <laughs> Not unless he puts his thumb in his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Or unless he has his own Resurrection War Mm. (laughs) miniseries. But, uh, you know, evil never dies. But anyway, it's a great story. Moon Knight is probably at his lowest in this. Um, He's wanting those pills. Crawley... Crawley, of all people, is the voice of reason in that story. Slap some sense Um, in Yeah. But, like... The ending, where okay, Moon Knight, he has he feels he has no choice to just he just pushes Black Spectre off the building into a uh, superhero registration act <laughs> parade. I might add, but uh, well, he, he more hurled him off. Yeah. Didn't he? <laughs> didn't he have him like over his head and he was just like no, he off. just gives him a tap. Cause, oh, okay. Because uh, Black Spectre's on the ledge and he's like monologuing. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, and he comes up behind him and he's just. Black Spectre had also gotten some stark nano machines um, yes. and he was going to unleash them on the little parade down there. And Mooney uh, gave him a little love tap. And we get this beautiful scene where as Black Spectre's falling inside of his mind, Carson is like reaching for his dead son and it's Mm. like this beautiful like the black specter is dying but carson knowles is finally at peace right um yeah he wasn't suffering anymore and that's also where moon knight told Kanchu to shove it (laughs) (laughs) that's a great story it's fantastic it's it's yeah that artwork is absolutely wonderful Mm -hmm. i love texiera he's yeah fantastic yeah yeah i mean he he did sinkevich justice in that story for totally. sure um yep 100 percent. number two for justin number two for me is going back to the original moon knight series volume one um number seven and number eight the moon kings mm. this is the story in which there are some terrorists who um have these kind of wolf uh, masks and they poison the water supply in Chicago with a hallucinogenic drug. They poison the water hole. But <laughs> 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 oh, I should mention, yeah, this is also Doug Bench with, with Bill Sienkiewicz mm-hmm. and um, inks by Klaus Jansen Ooh. and Frank Giacoya. Oh, oh man. So good. I love the art in these issues so much, and I love this story. Like, I remember when I was first reading these, this initial run of Moon Knight, these were the ones that stood out to me. This, the whole, sto- the whole story of them poisoning the water supply and everybody drinking the water and going nuts. Like, it also, there were parts that unintentionally made me laugh. Like, the one part 
I'm laughing just thinking about it. When when <laughs> Mark's Mark's trying to call trying to call Marlene, and there's a phone switchboard operator, who, the, a woman uh, switchboard operator who's connecting the call, and she takes a sip of water. The operator takes a sip of water as she's connecting the call. <laughs> and like a couple of panels later, she goes absolutely crazy, and she's got tears running down her face, and she's hauling the. <laughs> <laughs> hauling the wires out of the switchboard and screaming and i don't know why but every time i look at that panel i lose it and laugh like there's something about that that just kills me <laughs> and even so much so that back back when ray was doing the 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 audio story the um the serial yeah the serial yeah the hunt for the golden scepter um I had I had to come up with some original like kind of supporting cast characters to insert amongst the the loony based characters that that had been made for the story, and one of them was that <laughs> phone switch operator who had survived that experience, <laughs> and then went to New York City and then had to deal with the water supply getting poisoned a second time. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Not again! <laughs> Not another enema. <laughs> I named her Glennis Carpenter, and I'm, I'm I fully intend this year at some point to go back to that script and you've, polish that off and send that into Ray. You've got to, yeah. <laughs> yes, but I yeah I love the Moon Kings. Great great art from Bill Sienkiewicz. Great. I remember the I. I loved the the little things that Doug mentioned with the story, like with the no smoking sign turning into the Moon Kings, mm. and like the whole like scene of him going back and forth on what he thought was the moon and these weird creatures coming at him. Like it was just so weird and so wonderful and perfect Moon Knight to me. Yeah. Right. Well, before we give our number ones, we didn't talk about this, but Justin, do you have any honorable mentions? Um, a couple, yeah. I I really love one of the Marvel fanfare issues. Um, it was the one dealing with Gaia, the Earth Goddess. I forget exactly which number it was. Um, but I love that issue. I thought that also was so weird. And so I, I really love the weird Moon Knight issues. Like, those are the ones that attract me the most. If they've got some strange, weird, bizarre vibe to them, they, they usually appeal to me more so than the standard fare mm-hmm. but yeah that that one almost made it onto the list i also really love and this is kind of funny but i love the whole uh round robin the sidekicks mm. revenge story yep. in amazing spider-man i think that's a terrific story yeah it has some great artwork it's got some super action um it's it's a good spotlight for the only guy who was ever moon knight's sidekick <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Midnight. Yeah, it kind of deals with him, which was nice. Um, Yeah, I I really love that story a lot, too. And um, also some of the the new stories from the Jed McKay run, Mm. like the 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 whole initial one with Hunter's Moon. I love that. Um, I love some of the, the more recent stuff. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, it was difficult, yeah, to pare it down to five, but... How about you? Did you have some... Honorable mentions. Honorable uh, mentions for the list? Just ones that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, Moon Knight's uh, several encounters with the Hobgoblin. Oh, um, yes. 
and uh, also the um, <laughs> the West Coast Avengers issue where Moon Knight beats the fuck out of Taurus. <laughs> oh yes, actually yes, that one almost made it onto my list too. He just—he's just that. this unrelenting he, force. He just—he stalks him over land and sea and air. Taurus is in that <laughs> helicopter, and he's like, "I'm finally out of here." What? And there's oh, Moon Knight. <laughs> there's something on the wing. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, that's a great issue too of West Coast Avengers. I love that one. For my number one mm. is what I dub The Zodiac Saga by Jed McKay oh, and nice. Alessandro Capuccio. This took the cake as my favorite Moon Knight story because I have not read an issue of this run I did not like. And the whole build-up to this mystery villain, who is it? Everyone's guessing. No one got it. But no it, one got it. Yeah. But man, Zodiac, Zodiac is who I was talking about when he is a contender for being my favorite Moon Knight villain now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He's just so good. He's so evil. As Jed yeah. McKay puts it, he's just a shit. He's just a little <laughs> shit. He's, he's just a shit. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, I mean, I went back and read those Dark Rain, the Dark Rain mini that he debuted in, and I loved that. And he's, mm-hmm. he's and of course, like you said, Hunter's Moon is great. Um, you've got all these supporting cast members now. You've got Reese and Soldier and Tigress. Tigra, my God, looking yeah. better than ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> She's but... amazing. And I love that, that, that Jed thought to bring her back. Out of all of the supporting cast characters of the, of the past that he could have picked, he chose her because it makes total sense that she would still be around and doing stuff. And we can't forget and, that... Oh, sorry, Justin. Well, and there used to be an item. Yeah. And one of my favorite moments in that run is when they're holding hands and yeah. they're like... I can't remember what the exact verbiage is, but they're like talking about like I I always needed a friend, blah blah blah, and that made me teary eyed. Um, when they were talking on the rooftop, right? No, this was after. This was right before they go into battle against Zodiac. They're like, oh okay, holding yeah. hands, and they're like, yes, yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah, but I mean, we also got these. We've, I mean, all the stuff with Eight Ball. And the wax man. Yes. And for yeah. fuck's sake, Justin, man, Mountain Marco. Was <laughs> Mountain Marco. Uh, but... Former spokesperson for 1 800 contacts. <laughs> but yeah, the, the just the. The first, I think it was like 12 or 13 issues of. I still love what he's doing now, but that first 12 was amazing. Um, it's definitely great, yeah. And that that was almost made it onto my list too. Yeah, it's tough. So, Justin, drum roll. What's the owls <laughs> number one? Mine is one that you've already picked for your list. Yeah, Hulk magazine. Wow. Yeah. Number seventeen, eighteen, and twenty. The wow. Answer. This is my favorite Moon Knight story. I did not expect that at all. Wow. How about that? 
Yeah, I love it so much for all of the reasons that you mentioned, and just because when I was reading this, it just hit all the buttons that I wanted for Moon Knight when I was first reading this. I thought, this is perfect. Like, this is what brings me to the table when it comes to Moon Knight. And then the weird kind of esoteric stuff keeps me there. You know what I mean? So, like... Forgetting the the whole stuff with Shadow Knight that they did later on. <laughs> uh-huh. Like if you if you exclude all of that stuff, like to me this is like the classic story. It's... And it could it could have been so it could have been so dumb. Like mm-hmm. the whole thing with the brother, like the evil brother thing has been done to death. We we can admit that. And and the whole theme of the serial killer going after beautiful nurses. I mean that could have also tanked it. But the way that it was illustrated and the way that it was handled. And I'll just never forget when Moon Knight brings Marlene into the, into the, the hospital. And so he's sticking by the side and he threatens to beat the shit out of that cop. Mm. who was was like, (laughs) going to be like, well, you can't blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you try and move me and I'll lay you out or something like that. I mean, it's, I, I just love so much about it. And, like you said, it's dark, it's gritty, it's it's um, it's like a slasher movie. Um, it's creepy. Like the whole the the whole monologue in the beginning when he's talking to himself and looking at himself in the mirror, and there's that mask there. Like, yeah, it's really dark stuff, and I love it so much. I think Doug Minch Number really liked Halloween. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, Maybe. Um, but that that story also. Um, it exemplifies, or it, it it portrays. Justin and I are very similar. Uh, we love uh, the shadow and the mm. the question, and right. those pulpy those street, street pulpy detectives. Street yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And I've always said that you know people always say, "Oh, Moon Knight is Marvel's bad. He's way closer to the shadow than he is bad." Absolutely. Um, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way either. Oh uh, no, that's meant to be a compliment. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say that Mooney's as intelligent or as infallible as uh, the Shadow <laughs> is, but um, no, he's no. not a pushover. Um, no. Well, I think I think that does it, Justin. Yeah, we we did it. Up our list. Yeah, that was. Do you need it a was cigarette? Nice. We had we had some. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, now that you mention it. That was nice. We surprised each other with our mm, list. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I yeah. was wondering if we would have any in common, and yeah. we did. Yeah, it was a good one. I love it. So, listeners, um, we're now going to take uh, the next little bit to plug all of our 40,000 shows. Um, so... <laughs> It'll be another four hours. Uh, no, <laughs> but, uh, no. Um, so right off the top here, um, I have to say that I I am indebted to the high priest Contru Ray, and we love him so much. Yes. And um, thanks for letting us host this guest episode. This yeah, episode. it's a dream come true, kind of Absolutely. really. Um, yeah. And it wouldn't. Uh, I mean, it was going to be a totally different show until Carl quit. But 
<laughs> but we still had fun. Yeah. We, yeah. But um... we hope that the ladies enjoyed our, our picks. <laughs> and also send in your comments too on our picks. Yeah. As well. Let us know what you think about Facebook. about me and that sexy voice over there, Justin the Owl, um, <laughs> the biscuit maker. <laughs> But, but the biscuit maker versus the undertaker. <laughs> oh, yes! Yes! But, uh, so when uh, Justin and I are not guest hosting into the night, the Moon Knight podcast, you can find us on a variety of shows, including the. Uh, the show that's on its on its death nail, Tomes of Evil, the comic book supervillain podcast. Uh, we we are on like the farewell tour for that show. Um, still have a handful of episodes left. Yes, but most importantly, you can find us on Gamma Charge, the strongest podcast there is, which is all about Hulks and She Hulks and all the different variations of all those fuckers. Um, <laughs> you can find us with the High Priest of Kanchu Ray on Predator and Prey, a Yaucha podcast. Yaucha means predator. Yeah, <laughs> predator. Um, we do that once a month. Sometimes we get extra because we uh we interview some creators. Yes. Um, and uh, last for me, you can find me and uh Noel. On Trapped in a World, the Howard the Duck podcast. Um, Justin, anything else to add? Yeah, you can also find me uh, once a month over on Capes and Lunatics. We are the night the best podcast, and also he every said it. Week. <laughs> <laughs> and also every week, Phil and I co-host Marvel Tales, where we talk about pretty much everything to do with Marvel. From the last 30 to 50 some odd years. Yeah, and uh, Justin and I are working on some more projects. One to replace Tomes of Evil, and one that uh, Justin uh, announced like two and a half years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Lost Library of Legends is still on its way. I'm yes. still doing it. It's going to take on a different form than I originally intended, but it's still coming. Yes, we're not rushing you by any means. Right. Oh, I know. I we're know. we're just joshing you, as they would say. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, but it is. It's. I know. I've been saying that for over a year now, but it is almost ready. Mm-hmm. I just, what I've been doing, actually, loonies. I'll give you a little glimpse into my mind process. Instead of the thing that was hanging me up a lot was the editing, the mm-hmm. post stuff, going back and editing myself, editing my ums and ahs, and all the breathing out. And I hate that. I hate that shit so much. So I decided what to do instead was to scrap all that stuff. And I'm just going to write a script for myself. And I'm going to read from that script and record that, put an intro on it, and call it good. And that's going to be the Lost Lost Library of Legends podcast. And that way I'll be able to do it. I'll be able to do it every month. Mm -hmm. And I won't have this pressure hanging over me like, oh, I've got to edit this podcast. I've got to edit this. Yeah, whatever. If you if you don't like listening to my ums and ahs, then I can't help it. So, right. Yeah, that's still that's still coming. I I decided to switch my 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 gears about how I wanted to do the show, and that's yeah. basically my my new formula. And I think it's going to be 
I I'm very excited for that because Justin, thank you're you. a fantastic writer and you have a fantastic voice. So oh, I think that's going to really be beneficial. You writing the script. Um, yeah, I think it'll be. Yeah, I think it'll be easy. It'll be easier for me too to kind of keep myself focused because mm-hmm. I also have a tendency <laughs> to meander a bit. You and add. <laughs> So it will it will be good for me also to edit myself without beforehand without having to do anything after the fact. I'll be able to edit myself. Well, one more thing before we go, before we hop on our Moon Knight gliders and fly off into the night sky. Angel wing. Angel wing. You uh, hop on your glider. I'm hopping on Angel wing. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna hop on the Hulk shoulders and let him fly up. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you better hold on tight. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I have an ode to Ray. Oh, nice! Yeah. You do realize he's never going to let us host the show again. No. <laughs> We're done after this one. <laughs> I don't remember what Ray says to sign off this show, so that one's good enough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> may Kunchu may watch ah, yes. over the denizens of the night. Thank you. Have a good evening. Yeah, we'll catch you later when he listens. and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners. to open the green door and enter the strongest podcast there is twice a month russell and i dive into the history of the incredible hulk in comics film tv games and more that's right justin and we rate and review all the jade giants media good and not so good with a smash or a gamma clap. And we put on the rant pants when, when we, we just get And join us on Patreon to get exclusive bonus podcasts, prizes, and more at patreon.com forward slash gamma charge Hulk podcast. We will see you real soon, gamma beasts. Stay green. Gamma Charge, the strongest podcast there is.